So I have a fun little little game for us. A game? Sort of. I do like games. I have been going around uh, because... So you and I both have creative energies. We do. And we're finding increasingly cup filling to use those. Mm -hmm. And one day we would like to write something together. And as part of sort of developing character, I like to notice the quirks about people Mm -hmm. that make a character not just two-dimensional in a trope. One of the things I've been asking people to gather this kind of information is effectively their niche turn-ons. Oh, I know about this. So, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. I've been interviewing people just very briefly. It's a really quick question. Feel free to, you know, comment your niche turn-ons or niche turn-ons you've heard of below. Yeah. But I'm talking basically about things you notice in other people that you find attractive Mm -hmm. that aren't sort of maybe the first thing that would come to mind. Okay. So, just like they're, they're specific to you. Okay, sure. I've got a list of them. Oh, it's printed. I printed it. I can print straight from my iPhone. It's very cool. So my brain's been printed. My brain's been put into the notes app and then printed. <laughs> I've got a list of them and I want you to tell me whether you think each one is mine or not. Oh, all right. Sure. Okay. I'm in. Some of these you would definitely like. Some of these are going to be an easy pick for you. Okay. Some of them are things that could be me, but someone else has given me and some of them are wildly not me. So you're just going to tell me, is it my niche turn on or not? Let's go. Crack okay. on. When his dog really listens to him. Oh, I think that's a you. That's me. Yeah. That one came from, I saw this man. Normally I'm enraged if someone doesn't have their dog on a lead. Yeah. But I saw this man, I was walking Poppy and he ran past with a pack of dogs all off lead, all varying types, probably five dogs, some Kelpie, some Border Collie, some tiny things. And they were all running, but they were all paying such close attention to him that I fully believed the relationship he had with that pack, they were not going to be doing anything if he said not to. That's actually really hot. It was hot. Okay. The way his arm muscles move or like a man's arm muscles move when he's chopping vegetables. I'm pretty sure that's you as well. That's actually not me. Oh, is it Chloe? No, it's a friend. It's a friend. Okay. Okay. Sorry to name everybody. When he's just sort of carrying like 15, not 15, but several backpacks, two children, a tricycle and a sort of pet all at once. Like it's nobody's business. Just trotting along. Is that one of mine? No worries. Is that mine and not yours? (laughs) It's mine. Oh, it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) But you agreed. (laughs) You agreed. I sent you a message that said, I've just seen this man. He's walking along. He's got like one kid under one arm. One on his back, he's carrying three backpacks, two kids' backpacks, one of his own, mm-hmm. and he's carrying a tricycle. Yeah. And he doesn't look stressed. Yeah, no, I'm into it. Just like the relaxed dad. Perfect. Okay. When he can sharpen knives. I know this to be one of yours. That's one of mine. <laughs> when he owns a nice belt. Ooh. I don't know if it's one of yours, but I think you would agree. It's not one of mine, no. Okay. Uh, when they know how to look after curly hair. Like they have curly hair, but it's well looked after. That's important to you. It is important to me, but it's not one that came from me. Ah, okay. Mm. Uh, Specifically, heavily tattooed baristas that look like they listen to pop punk calling me darling. I know that you like that one because you like the juxtaposition and the unexpected dark horse. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's the only, only tattooed baristas who looks like, look like they listen to pop punk. Yeah. And women over 50 preferably called Marge, who work in the IGA, can call me darling. 
There's nothing in between. There's nothing in between. They're the only options. Uh, when they have a specific pair of track pants and they put them on. Oh, it doesn't sound like one of yours. It's not one of mine, no. But I understand. I understand. Okay. Uh, RM William boots, slightly worn in. I feel like that's probably one of yours. It's not one of mine. It's not. I like Blundstones and I like them wrecked, trashed. (laughs) (laughs) They actually don't go in the wardrobe. They live in the soil in the garden. Do you have a green flag pair of footwear? Do you notice anything in people that you're like? A green flag. You're like, that's green flag footwear. Um... I think I've got more red flag footwear. What's and the most- red flag footwear? It's the slides. It's those Adidas it's slides. It's the Adidas slides. I just think, I just don't like them. It's just not a vibe. No. With socks? Especially that. <laughs> okay. What if he only owns one pair of shoes? I've got more questions about why there's only one pair of shoes and the fact that like, like I'm, I'm less worried about there being one pair and more concerned with the questions around it. So this is actually something someone said to me on a, an early date. They said to me, don't judge me, but I currently only own one pair of shoes. It turned out he also had thongs. That's a shoe. So two. It's footwear. I'm calling that two pairs I'm of I'm calling shoes. that two. Do you want to guess what the footwear was that he owned? Um, you absolutely know which boyfriend this is of the enormous one and a half that I've ever had. Ooh. Was it just boots? No, that'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> it was, you know how you can get those runners that are made to look like a dress shoe? They're like orthopedic. What? No. Ugh, they're so vile. I'll show you. I'll show you a photo. Um, But they're like. They sort of make them for school kids, but they make them for adults as well. So they're black. Oh my God. I know what they are. They're all black. They're orthopedic and they're meant to be disguised as a kind of business shoe, nah. but they're not. They're not very well disguised. They're they yuck. are a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> they're like, there's nothing nah. nice about these shoes. Nah, they are it. just. <laughs> hate it. They do not know what they are. Hate it. Like, I don't want to come across like a Slytherin getting annoyed about mixed bloodlines, but your <laughs> shoe bloodlines <laughs> need to be completely. Your runners and your dress shoes, no, never the twain should meet. No, thank you. Just wear runners. Just wear nice runners. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, um, I hate it. Anyway, um, so we were up to <laughs> RM Williams. Letting the woman order at the restaurant. I know you like that because you like to order. Yeah, that's me. Because you me. like because you can pronounce all the stuff and it's on the not, menu. It's not just that like they let me order my own meal, which should be a blanket. That should just be the rule. You like to order for everyone. They let me order for them. I like that. I actually prefer when you order for me and I let you do it. I like I'm it. I'm like, can you order? Because you'll just know what I want. Yeah. And because <laughs> the, the way person always decide who the leader of the table is. I'm happy for it to be you. It's a matriarchy. It's a matriarchy in a restaurant. Sorry. Okay. The snap of his government pass on a stretchy thing. Hate. That's (laughs) not one of yours. I don't like that. No, that's not one of mine, but it's very Canberra. (laughs) Uh, When he doesn't have road rage. I think that's hot, but I don't know if it's one of yours. It's hot. It's not one of mine. Yeah. But I, I appreciate it as well. A nicely kept mullet. We both don't like them. It's not one of yours. When they're a confident handholder. Oh, I think that might be one of yours. It's not one of mine, but what I read into it, and I should have asked more questions, mm. is that a hesitant handhold is absolutely vomitous. 
like it's we're an not ache. accepting. Nah. It's a no wet fish floppy like oh, maybe maybe not. I think we've actually talked about this. If we've affirmative consented to the handhold, just do it. Make it matter. Yeah, make minutes matter with the handhold. Death grip on that thing. Okay, yeah, you're never letting go. Uh, when they are slightly uncoordinated. I think you do like that. It's it's not one that's come from me. Okay. I I keep forgetting that the game is guess which one are yours, not guess which ones you like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when they have an opinion about fonts. Ooh, I don't think that's one of yours. That's not it? one of mine. I care about that. Okay. Uh, so when they have a fussy coffee order, but they're not embarrassed about it. Ooh. I don't know. Is that one of yours? It's not. Uh, I think that's hot. But actually, I... Well, I'm in two minds because actually I hate a fussy coffee or a fussy coffee order. So, he, but you have one. <laughs> Do I go? A long black with some oat milk in it. No. Oh, you used to be your long black with a little bit of milk on the side. Now yeah. you're a long black with some oat milk in it. I think anything, any kind of... So, this is my thing. Because I'm an oat milk drinker now... Mm. I think that I don't want them to have a fussy coffee order, but I want them to be not embarrassed about my fussy coffee order. I just said there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's room for two fussy orders in a relationship. No. Nah, because it's annoying for the barista. You're going to wind up like your grandparents ordering <laughs> one long black and splitting it. We're going to have to have a barista weigh in, but I think in a couple, there should be a, there should basically be a long black drinker. And could someone you, with an alternative milk. Could you arrange a barista to weigh in? I could arrange a barista to weigh in. I actually know for a fact that you can. I can. Yeah. Uh, you could get okay. two. When they remember my friend's pet's names. I don't know if that's... I don't think it's one of yours, but I know that you're very good at doing that. I'd fully respect it. It's not one of mine. Yeah. Okay. So these are two that people have given me that are completely contradictory. Okay. So the first one is owning pajamas. And the okay. second one is not wearing pajamas. <laughs> I'm all about the pajamas. I love pajamas. But again, is it an opposites attract thing where I... Is your preference that they don't have pajamas? I don't have a preference. I've just never experienced a man owning pajamas. Uh, see... I've never been with a PJ guy. Yeah, but some of the... Some of my, a lot of my tribe like pajamas. Okay. Why do you think Peter Alexander exists? (laughs) It's not just for a mutual love of sausage dogs. There's subtext. Mutual love of sausages, indeed. Um, Okay. Soz. No, that was the subtext. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So the the only person I've known be really into pajamas was that guy that I went on the cursed date with to the Italian place. Oh, God. So, this date... He brought his own wine. He <laughs> had live feedback the whole date oh, from God. the wait staff, and it started bad and it just got worse over the course of the night. He wore pajamas. I, I would Actually, from a one picture of him, I would have expected that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the folded up. The yeah. sleeves were folded up too neatly. We yeah. both noticed that. Okay. There's something in that. And I know that, yeah, context. This one, when they have a detailed knowledge about something obscure and they explain it to me in detail. Ooh. I reckon that is one of yours. It's not one of mine. Really? It's a colleague's. Okay. But that came with, she was like, you've made me reflect on things that I, (laughs) I'm like, I 
I, do I like being mansplained to? But she said it has to be something that's not her knowledge base and like yes. something weirdly random. I also like that too. Like it can't be them explaining European history to you. Yeah. It has to be something weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm into that. It has to be like the digestive system of exoskeletal alien dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody would find that fascinating. If you don't, that's probably a, it's more <laughs> about a, you. That's a red flag and that's a you problem. It is a red flag. So thanks for playing. Thank you. I've had a great time. Did I win? I don't think I did. I, I think you did pretty well. I think everyone's a winner. If you, As long as you know what your green flags are, everyone's a winner. Because we spend a lot of time talking about red flags. So I was just interested in what like the little things are that people people notice and like i've got a question for you yeah in the realm of red flags mm. it's not on my agenda but uh, let's do it it's a curiosity i have yeah do you because and i've seen this recently on the socials somewhere mm-hmm. um a person going on a first date and actually taking red flags and writing <laughs> what the red flags oh, are oh my it. god what uh, yeah okay what would you write on yours um well firstly I'd like to know, do you agree with being really upfront about what your, not your red flags about somebody, what your the boundaries, no, no, what your, what you introspectively identify in yourself as being red flags. Oh, so Lord. like me, like oh, I don't have any, I'm always late. Actually, well, not always. I'm often late without serious sort of like scheduling. Time moves differently for you yeah. is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my red flag is that I cannot be late and I'm getting twitchy if we're late. Okay. All right. I, okay. I was going to, I'm going to do some dating content later. All right. Um, being, I don't think it's necessarily being upfront about your red flags, but it's being upfront about your kind of non-negotiables. Okay. So you're, are you referring to like your own personal toxic traits about you or what your red flags are, your non-negotiables about someone else? No, like the things about you that aren't probably going to change they're not going to change um my time my sense of time yeah. is not going to change or that are like going to fluctuate but always be there and have yep. to be understood and yep. be able to be lived with by the other person and sometimes i can do it and sometimes i can't because i i get i get feedback from men um boy do you ever not as much as hannah gadsby gets you, from the lesbian community oh you get the war <laughs> and peace of feedback from men i get feedback and it has <laughs> themes and the feedback is often along the lines of uh, that I am too serious or not fun. Which. Yeah. It's just factually untrue. Which actually just means I'm not relaxed enough in their company to be fun. Yeah. Or the environment they've chosen, I'm not relaxed enough in it to be fun. Yeah. Like okay. I'm not being fun in a fancy restaurant. No. I'm it, being proper. It's ser- Yeah, because you you actually have more experience in those restaurants than them probably anyway. And anyway. you know how to behave. No, 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 no. Um, and I'm also not getting drunk on the first date, which is going to reduce some of the fun. Yeah, because you're like, spidey senses are going bananas. Yeah, and I just don't drink that much anyway. True. So that's part of my... It's always going to be a thing for mm. me that um, I'm going to be a moderate to minimal drinker. Yeah. That's not going to be a part of my lifestyle. My everyday lifestyle. Important boundary to set. Um, I'm always going to have neuroses. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to need alone time or time to myself to withdraw. Yep. I'm also always going to have this habit of uh, if I want to do something, mm-hmm. I will tend to do it with or without you. Like you're invited, but it's happening. Yes. 
And so that isn't what all, like not everyone's comfortable with that. Yeah. So I have had a partner who um, would was upset by that, would be like, well, but I was upset on the other end. I would be like, well, we made the plan to do the thing, to go to the markets in the morning, mm-hmm. go for a walk and go to the markets. Mm-hmm. You wanted to sleep in in the morning. I'm still going to go for a walk and go to the markets because that was my plan and my agenda. And if it's no longer suiting you, I'm not upset at you, but I'm doing it anyway. Okay. I'm not waiting for you. I don't know how long you'll want to sleep in for. I don't know if you'll feel like doing it when you get up. It was my idea in the first place. It was a thing I wanted to do. I'm just going to go and do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. And so he, in the end, told me that I made him feel inadequate Mm. through like a buildup of that happening. Mm. So I think that was just like a incompatibility. Ah, uh, yeah. I think there were some fundamental. Oh, there, that there were other incompatibilities yeah. <laughs> there, but that was like weirdly one of the sticking points where he was interpreting that I was upset, and I was just like, "Well, I had an agenda for my day, and I'm following it through, and that's how my days usually look." We're strong, independent people. Yeah. Sorry. It, like, and once you've got a plan, you need to you need to carry your plan out. That is. One of the things that upsets me most is when a plan that I've had, because I do, there was a word for it. I came across this word the other day. Again, it's a thing that neurospicy people apparently do. Um, you still denying it about yourself. But I don't know what <laughs> brand of neurospicy I'd be. I think I'm just <laughs> particular. I'm nuanced. Um, <laughs> anyway, I had a friend's girlfriend mistake me for being neurodivergent like them, and I was really flattered. That, uh, I remember that. It was really sweet. Yeah, it was beautiful and it was like a second or third meeting and i had them around my house and my friend didn't even notice it happen but the girlfriend looked at me and she was like and for neurodivergent people like us and i was like oh my god you think we're the same that's so nice i've made you feel comfortable enough and like we share enough things that that's a thing anyway so um oh my god what was i saying oh yeah this is it's called um i think it's just called auto rehearsal and it's when you rehearse conversations or whole like trains of events in your head does not everyone do that? It, that? Well, that's what I thought when I heard this. But I do this in excruciating detail. I will do it repeatedly about the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Just to see if my tone will be different or if I'll use different words. Or you'll like plan the different responses from them and then how you would respond back. Does not everyone do that? No, apparently not. So, and the <laughs> reason... Christ. I, so, this is my next question for you. So, um, I don't know how to word this. When I was young... And I heard someone refer to um, experiencing deja vu. Mm -hmm. And I got them to explain deja vu, the sense of deja vu. Okay. I was very confused because I knew that I auto-rehearsed things. So, I was permanently having deja vu because I've already done it in my brain. Yeah. Many times. Okay. So, like actually just living out daily life for me is a lot of deja vu, what people would call deja vu. And I was like, is this an uncommon occurrence for people? I mean, I'm not sure about that because I definitely feel a very different sensation when I experience a sort of um, what I would understand as a deja vu versus um, my auto rehearsing playing out. So I don't think I've ever had what people are describing as deja vu. Possibly then. not, because for me, I like it's very, it's a, it's a very strong sense. I also, when I do it, um, I almost always remember it feeling like a dream from a long time ago. And I almost can pinpoint mm. that like the kind of period in my life that I remember having the dream. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. The closest I would get is 
feeling deja vu while dreaming. Okay. But it's still just auto rehearsal for me. It'll still just be like, I'm dreaming something I've rehearsed in my brain before. I had a similar experience happen to me. I think it was probably last year Hmm. when I was, um, I don't know, changing some sort of um, things in my life around Hmm. to uh, sort of lessen my anxiety and make things like easier for me to do my day with. Um, Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, And I had the sense and it's called, um, oh God, what's it called? It's something to do with dreaming. Um, do you want me it, to get on the it's Google machine? Lucid dreamy. It's called. It has a name, um, and basically, it's the sensation of dreaming while you're awake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not. It feels like dreaming. Yeah. Not exactly. Yeah. It's um. It has a name. I'll see if I can find it. Um. I'm gonna describe the sensation to you. It's. It feels like, at the time, it felt like my mind was in two states of consciousness at the same time. It felt like I am here right now having a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I'm fully aware of everything that's going on. I have all my faculties. I also am having all of my dream, Like, memories of dreams, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize this, because you know how you wake up and you, like, dreams are a race and you forget about them or whatever. But I don't, but yes. Um, you know, but for lots of people yes. that happens. I made a conscious decision when I was about, I would say 10, mm. that I was going to teach myself to remember my dreams and teach myself to lucid dream. And I did. Mm. Yeah. I op- and I can't not. Now. I, I actually, I often remember, mm. um, but I was having the sensation of mm. like things in the environment were triggering memories of dreams from years ago. Interesting. So I was having it. It's it's something like dream flashbacks or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the name of it, and it's the sensation of experiencing the memories of dreams you've already had. Yep, and completely erased from your mind from fifteen. And you're having ago. them come back, and you're having them. Yep, and you're experiencing them in your consciousness at the same time as being fully conscious oh, and awake. Interesting. It's a very un. It's really strange. It's one of my favorite things to do. This is adjacent. This is dreaming. Mm. Yeah. When I was a kid and I was teaching myself to lucid dream. <laughs> of um, and you were. to remember my dreams was that in between the wake state and the dream state, mm-hmm. I could kind of meditate myself into feeling like I was on a hammock. Yes. Rocking. And then if I did that and envisioned a setting, mm-hmm. I could have my dream start with me kind of gliding like a glider over that place. And then I could dream from there and control it from there. Ah, okay. So you worked out the way into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, cause I, I have been, I saw a real. Please tell us if you were also a freaky child. So <laughs> this, this is kind of Leo adjacent. Okay. Because Leo actually has what's called aphasia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has aphasia. For, uh, not aphasia, but he has the mind aphasia. Oh, well, what's the difference? Aphasia is when you can't produce speech. He has the one that's to do oh. with images in the mind. Right, that one. Okay. Um, uh, what's it called? We need the word. I need the word now. I can't move on. Okay. Mind blindness. Uh, how do you spell aphasia? Just do mind blindness. Aphasia is a speech disorder. Yeah, sorry. To do with the... Oh, aphantasia. Aphantasia. To, to do with the... Aphasia is when you can't produce the words. So you can yeah. think them. Sometimes you can write them. Yeah. But the speech production, the transfer that has to happen um, to produce them in speech, 
means that you can't actually get them out. We oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Leo has um, aphantasia. Yeah. And I. Because I saw him yesterday, I've been thinking about it. And yeah. like, because also, I also saw the video about it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so it's all been on my mind. And it occurred to me, because of our rich internal worlds, I thought we probably have hyper. Yes, um, I I had this thought. Um, Yeah. Hyperphantasia. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think um, we probably do. Probably. I don't know, though, because you can't compare brains. So. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, like, see the full movie. Like, I can control it. I imagine. It, yeah, me it. too. Like, yeah. I, have, I have full I can control. play movies for myself. Yeah, me too. In my brain. Yeah. I can screen it and look at it, but I can also, like, look at the world. Yeah. Like, I could lay in bed and play a movie I've seen, like, lots of times. Like, I could play The Lion King start to finish in my head. Yeah, same. I can do that. But I could also, yeah, and then but you could I, also I've, change the story if you wanted to make I've it sin- do something else. Yes, exactly. But I've since realized that not everyone can do that. I know not everyone can do that, but I I guess I've just always assumed it's a spectrum. And I also mm. wonder to what degree you can learn. I wonder if you can practice it. Yeah. I re- You probably can. Because I just would have practiced it a lot because of the type of play I did as a child, probably. Me too. On my own. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I wasn't alone, no. <laughs> but... Often, like, but my siblings well, didn't want to play. My what you games. chose to, the way you yeah. chose to play, yeah, um, and your preferences, I think probably you just end up getting good at it. Yeah, I I think so too. Mm, interesting. I suppose we better wrap up here. Yeah, um, we should wrap up here. We should wrap up. Um, we've got to feed some hounds. We've got things to do. Places got to go. Washing to fold. Kiss.